Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Rachel Francis is an embodiment coach who specializes in self-worth through embodiment. Rachel, you need to explain that to me for a start. Self-worth through embodiment. What is that? Good morning. Morning, PJ. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on. So, PJ, I guess for me, the biggest um, transformation I've had in my own life is realizing that energetic alignment is actually a bigger transformation than just simply working on your mindset. So that is really about focusing on your self-worth, focusing on your self-concept through understanding what you're embodying for yourself. And that is who you are being day to day. Who do you want to be? How do you want to feel? And how do you want to create your life through that? You used a term there I've not heard before, self-concept. What's that? Uh Uh-huh. Basically, your self-concept is who you believe yourself to be. So what do you believe about yourself? And it's very uh, linked into what we're going to be talking about today. It's all about, you know, negative self-talk and negative language in general, because really everything that we do in life and everything that we can achieve is based off of whether we believe we can achieve it. So do we have the self-concept to match what we're trying to do? Do we believe that we are the person that can do it? Um, and, you know, a lot of, you know, a lot of the things that people feel like they have issues with these days, like, um, you know, anxiety and uh, low confidence and all this kind of thing. It is coming back to what your self-concept is for yourself, who you believe you are. We're coming up, of course, now to the end of January and so many people will have tried something new for the year, be it walking or watching the diet or going easy on the drink or just, you know, just new year, new you kind of crack. And for most of us, it lasts about a week and a bit. And we beat ourselves up about it. You reckon we shouldn't beat ourselves up about it at all because that just doesn't help. Absolutely, yeah. And I think we all fall into this trap. It's kind of the the end of January trap (laughs) that happens. And we almost anticipate it to happen before we begin. And that's part of the problem as well, you see, because it's about reframing your goal and how you perceive your goal to be for you. So are you just creating a resolution for yourself for the sake of it? Or are you creating a new way of life? You know? Explain the difference. um, so really a resolution, well, I suppose the difference is what we associate it to be and what we associate it to mean for us. If you, you know, if you think about it, like what do you even associate with 
you know, New Year's New Year's resolutions. You think, oh yes, I'll do this thing for three weeks and I'll feel super inspired by it. And then I'll probably forget about it after that. It never works. Every year is the same. It never works. But really, if you can reframe that for yourself, instead of even calling it a resolution, a New Year's resolution, could you instead call it a way of life, a lifestyle? Because at the end of the day, that's really what you're trying to do, is you're trying to create a new way of life. And you're right, PJ, I think what you're saying there about being very tough on ourselves, you know, Mm. that's really the opposite of the way we want to go with it. And you can be self-reflective without being self-critical. There's a difference there. And it's realizing, you know, not being hard on yourself because it's not the truth of who you are. It's just the habit that you have, mm. you know, of, of doing a certain thing or not being able to commit to something because, you know, you're running off of your, your mind is your, is your programming and you're trying to kind of go against the grain and you're also trying to move out of your comfort zone. Mm. And that's no small feat, but it's not impossible. We're, we're taught, I think, uh, a bit in this country, I think it's an old Irish thing. Anyway, we're we're taught yeah. to to not praise ourselves, and we're we're taught to, you know, not speak up for ourselves, not to be as the old saying was, not to be full of ourselves. Absolutely, yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, but yeah, it definitely. I was going to mention that as well. Like growing up in Irish culture, you know, we think it's harmless to kind of put ourselves down. We we call it, like you say, just keeping ourselves grounded and you know, not getting too big for our boots and things like that. But really, if you persist in negative self talk, that's where the danger is because thoughts essentially are harmless because they're kind of surface level. When a thought becomes damaging to us, a negative thought is when we start to give emotion to it, when we start to believe it and we let it fester and linger within us. Because what happens with time is your thoughts start to become your beliefs, start to become your programming, your subconscious automatic beliefs and behavior. And it's funny, actually, because I myself um, was living out in Italy there for a while. And the culture there around this kind of thing is totally different, you know, it's very odd for them to think that um, you talk down about yourself or you put yourself down or you keep yourself grounded. It's very much like the opposite culture of, you know, you should be confident and you should talk well of yourself and boost yourself up. And there's definitely something behind that. Mm. If Someone said to me one time, another similar discussion to this, Rachel, if you don't like yourself, how can you expect yeah. anybody else to like you so you need to work hard on liking yourself and being kind to yourself when you talk to yourself yeah absolutely absolutely because at the end of the day you do become what you tell yourself you are you know you do revert back to that all of the time and a lot you know we we think we're very dependent on external factors whether it's kind of the situations that we're in in life or um, how other people give us validation or what other people think of us. But at the end of the day, it is our own perception. And everything that happens to us in life is filtered through really the perception we have of ourselves in relation to that thing. Give me an um, example of language that you might use and then language you might use instead to say pretty much the same thing in a different way. Well, I suppose if, you know, if you have a a kind of a goal that you have a resolution this time of year and you've stopped doing it or you haven't done it for a couple of days or whatever it is, you could say to yourself automatically something like, well, of course, that didn't work out because I, this always happens to me. I'm, I'm such a lazy person and, you know, 
I have no motivation or I'm not good at that thing naturally, so it's never going to happen for me. This type of thing. Mm. But what you, what you could do with that instead is just observe the thoughts that you're having first and create some distance between you and the thoughts. So you're not being emotionally triggered by it so much. And once you understand what you're telling yourself, you want to say to yourself, hold on a second. <laughs> let's sit with this a second and let's try and soothe ourselves with this as much as possible. I'm doing something new here. It's not normal for me. It's mm. not my usual way of thinking and it's not my usual path of action. Mm. How can I make this easier for myself? Mm. What am I doing right now that I could change small bit, make certain alterations to it, that I can make the process easier, more efficient and more enjoyable for myself? How can I enjoy myself doing this process as I'm moving through it. Mm. How important and, is it to say to Rachel now and again, do you know what? I'll start again tomorrow and everything will be fine. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that comes back to the self-concept as well, PJ, just understanding yourself and understanding that no matter what is happening inside of you, you're good. Who you are, you know, you have every opportunity to build and cultivate your own emotional stability and balance and empowerment within yourself. And it's knowing that no matter what happens, no matter if you stumble or, you know, you fall down and lost kind of thing, you can just start again tomorrow and you're still going to have the same, you know, self-worth, the same value, the same opportunity to build again what you started before. Yeah. There's really no difference. It, it all comes down to our confidence and our belief within ourselves. And knowing as well that, like, these kind of things, they're not linear, you know, it's not like you start on day one and every day you get better until you get to day 10 and then it's done and then that's it. That's yeah. rarely the way it goes. Yeah. Um, so it's giving yourself a little bit of grace as well with that. Uh, yeah. Now, the restrictions, as you know, that they've rolled them back now and we can come out again and, and sort of yeah. emerge into the dawn, as it were. And some people's mm -hmm. confidence has been shot to bits by the last couple of years. So how do we yeah, get back? You know, it's funny, a lot of my clients come to me and it really is 50-50 about how um, the pandemic and especially the lockdowns really affected people. Some people actually thrived during that time because I suppose they took it as a time to really kind of look at their lives and and see for themselves whether they were happy um, to continue going down the path that they were going beforehand. It did definitely create that pause for us to kind of look to ourselves, look to our life and kind of just sit back and realize a few things. But then, as you say, you know, on the other hand, it was very tough time for most of us, especially, you know, being isolated from people and what that does um, to, to the mind and to our natures as, as humans as well. We need that contact with other people. And then, you know, when we don't have contact with other people as much, we can become very isolated and internalized within ourselves. And our confidence, even in interacting in society and, you know, whether it's our work or going meeting up in groups or, you know, just being in generally busy places can really, really be affected. But you want to, first of all, before you look to anything outside of you, I saw this running theme reading what we're talking about here today, but it's to cultivate emotional stability and balance first before you even think about fixing any problem out there, any problem outside of you, anything anyone else is doing. Because your, your perception of whatever is happening is always being filtered through this. Yeah. So you want to get to 
is you want to get to a place where your confidence and self-worth is irrespective to your outside environment. We always have the option to empower ourselves all of the time, mm. you know, no matter where you are, no matter what you're facing. Um, and then you're not so overwhelmed when you reach that place um, because you're not focusing on the problem. Yeah, yeah. You can when, when you know people have been spending an awful lot of, of time on their own or just in somewhat cocoon surroundings. You can start focusing on the bits about yourself that you don't like very much, and you can start thinking that they define you. And that's absolutely that's that's a recipe for disaster. It is. It is. As I say, you know, if you let something linger that feels negative to you, that's just going to be submerged deeper and deeper within you, you know. But it, it is about becoming the observer of yourself and just catching yourself and, and using your thoughts more so as your guidance system rather than letting it inform you about, like, this is the truth of who I am and this is the way it's always going to be and what's the point kind of thing. Because it's not, you know, it's just the programming that you've let yourself fall into and that you've run with probably for, you know, a significant amount of time. Rachel, do you have a website or a social media that people can catch up with you on? I do, PJ, yeah. So people can find me on www.rachelfrancescoaching.com okay. um, or they can also find me on Instagram at IamRachelFrancis underscore and they can contact me through either of those platforms. All right. Okay, listen, good to chat with you today. Uh, Rachel Francis, who is an embodiment coach. Courts 96 FM. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.